Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined this week once again by Tom. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm not bad, thanks. Right, we'll start where we'll start, Tom. Say this every podcast. We'll go to a league. There is no change in the league. In fact, there's no change in the top six. So the top three still Jack Curran, Habs United and Conquering Lions. So over to our game week scores. 57 points for me this week. Took a minus four, so 53. I had streak and goals for three points. Bassey 6, Captain Tav 14, Doig 6, Taylor 2, Charles Cook 8, Jota 3, Ferguson 3, Boys 3, Watt 7, Ramirez 2, Vice Captain didn't work. Uh, you can see with my team, there were two I brought in was Ferguson and Ramirez. Uh, decent score, I suppose. I'm still quite annoyed. I should have went for Gua- Jack Giacomacchus, like I thought. But I could talk to it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is over a bigger sample and I said four game weeks so we'll see how it works out if it's wrong or not uh, and I went off Bassey as vice captain to Ramirez who's just stuck to Bassey to get another four points on that but doesn't matter I still had a two jump rank rise up to 22nd overall so what's your points and rank Tom? Uh, I'm on 56 points um, I had Clark and goal for six uh, back line was Vice Captain Bassey for 10, Captain Tav 14, Scott McMahon 2, and Doig for 6. Uh, midfield, I had Charles Cook for 8 points, Hungbo for 1, Goss for 3, Ferguson for 3, Abada for 1, and Ramirez for 2. My rank is I got a green arrow, and I'm up to 150 in the Mega League. That's quite a jump, is it not for you? Do we? No, I was about 170, so 20 points. We've been making quite a good uh, progress for the Green Arrows the last couple of weeks because you've noticed your scores compared to like, looking at the Cups and that, so you must be quite quite legit, confident in jumping the ranks as we go near the end of the season. No, I'm getting there. Do you have a... <laughs> do you have a look at a target now? Now we're kind of halfway point. Uh, it's quite hard to... Make progress. I'll, I'll maybe say uh, top 100. Because yeah, it, it is getting to that point where I'm looking at I mean, I'm less than 100 points off first, and I could still win it. I'm still on my targets to win it, but I'm thinking if I can just keep on grinding it down, get points over the week, then I could potentially be top 10. That's my 
it'd be great to win it, wouldn't it? And then you actually oh, do, a pod- do, a, do a podcast on it and you've won it. I mean, that's just... <laughs> but I'll still get carried away. There's a lot of good players, a lot of good managers in this game. Right, we'll go to the game week 22 fixtures, Tom, and we'll go through them and then we'll have any, anything on it. Let me see here. Right, so we started on Tuesday night with Mirren 1, Aberdeen 0. And then last night we had Dungeon United 2, Ross County 1, Hearts 1, Celtic 2, Motherwell 0, Hibernian 0, Rangers 1, Lonnie 0, St Johnson 0, Dundee 0. So you get anything on them, Tom? Uh, aye, so last night's um, fixtures, I, I had a look at half time. I was obviously watching the Celtic game. Um, and all the games were nil-nil except Hearts v Celtic, which was 2-0 at half-time. Uh, Hitati scored an absolute screamer with a beat-on assist, and it was uh, Giamakis got the second goal, and it was an assist from new boy Matt O'Reilly. Uh, Abada was benched, which I was surprised about. Um, I thought Forrest didn't really offer much throughout the game, so who knows, he might be back into the squad again, or the starting eleven again. Um in the second half of the Celtic game, Boyce scored. Uh, he got an assist from Barry Mackay, who's emerging as a, a as a good midfield option. He's doing well at Hearts. Um, after was it two assists or two goals he got the other week? I think it was two assists, wasn't it? Two assists, and he was talked to. We talked to him quite a lot last week about how he stands out for the Hearts. Team. Yeah. So another return for him, and obviously Boyce um, hit the post with that penalty as well. So could have been a draw, um, and. Hearts face Motherwell next. They then got Hibs and Rangers. How you feel about Hibs? You know, they're not maybe not the team that they were last season. Rangers obviously quite solid, and then they've got a nice little run of Dundee, St Johnston, and St Mirren. Um, Celtic they face Dundee United this weekend. Uh, Nicky Clark he bagged a, a brace. He got a penalty, and he also scored. Uh, a goal from open play, which was assisted by Tony Watt. Regan Charles Cook got the goal for Ross County. Um, and if I think if you don't have him by now, then you really need to get on him because Ross County are a very attacking team and he seems to be in amongst the goals. We've talked about talismans in the past and I think he's starting to become the talisman of Ross County. Um, Rangers managed a 1-0 win against Livingston. I did expect them to score a few more goals, but, you know, Aribo wasn't there, Morelos wasn't there, so they can be forgiven for that. It was another clean sheet for Rangers, which we have come to expect. Um, Obviously, they've been very solid at the back since the new managers came in, and Barisic actually assisted Arfield's goal. So those of us who are on Bassey um, may wish to switch to Barisic at some point in the future. Um, Motherwell versus Hibs and St. Johnston versus Dundee both ended nil-nil. I anticipated the Motherwell clean sheet as they've been very strong at home defensively um, in the past few game weeks. And Hibs obviously missed Boyle's, sorry, aye, Boyle's presence. Um, St. Johnston Dundee, I, I kind of thought that I had nil-nil written all over it. When they asked us for our experts picks, I think I went Clark and Lexington's because I thought well, that's nil-nil definitely. <laughs> um, both both teams are struggling for goals. Um, it was a bit of a shame for for because I thought he kind of stats wise he looked quite good last week and I was eager to see how he's going to get on um, against Dundee who aren't really well known for keeping clean sheets. I think he went off after about ten minutes, so <laughs> that was a bit of a shame. We didn't really get to see much of him there. Um, 
And then obviously on the uh, the, the other night there, we had St Mirren versus Aberdeen. Conor Ronan scored the goal, and he's been kind of like a, a kind of cheap option that we've considered in the past. Though, uh, like many cheap options, he he tends to be patchy. Um, so maybe he's going through a good patch just now. Definitely something to keep an eye on. St Mirren seem to have came in a little bit of form recently as well. Um, I think they've got a nice run of fixtures coming up. Uh, they've got Dundee coming up this game week. Then they're at home to Motherwell, away to Hibs, at home to St Johnson and away to Livingston. So that's quite a nice rerun. So St Mirren players are a consideration for me. What's in that, Peter? What's on these results and teams, right? First of all, uh, Dungeon United, Tony Watt, I think if a lot of people will talk about getting ready Watt, for example, so I think if you stuck by him, you're starting to get your return. I think it'll be involved more weeks going forward. Ross County, I think it's just like a mixed bag. I know he said, obviously, Charles Scott scored again. He's going to, even, even Ross County get beat if they score, he's going to be involved, I think. Maybe half the time, yeah. so he's a good, definitely one to have. Hearts versus Celtic. Hearts didn't look as solid at the back as they've looked previously in, in certain games. I know Celtic were kind of relentless for some points in that first half, but they lost Halkett as well, and Suter could be good at edging out the door sooner rather than later. So, and who was it? Smith went off as well. Smith went off in the first half, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Go back. So there's, there's pretty much a backline to be decimated. So I think I'd be avoiding Hearts' defence. There's a question on that later actually. Celtic look good. With their new players in Hitati, and what's the, the English boy's name again? Because I've caught you mid drink. <laughs> Matt O'Reilly. Matt O'Reilly. So, do you, do you know what price is in the game offhand? No, I was going to ask you actually. Uh, I don't, I don't, I've not even looked it up, but I'm assuming it, it won't be that pricey. So, maybe a decent option if him and Roger's going to rotate. But again, you've got your Jota, you've got your Kyogo, you've got your Maeda, and you've got your Janovic to kind of deal with. So, I don't know if it's an option right now. Motherwell Hibs. He's, he's, he's only 4.2. So there you go. He's 4.2. Tommy, he's going to be playing that. He's going to probably play more often than not in the attack midfield. The rolls it up in the front of the three rather than the back. I would say so. Yeah. So if he can get nailed, then decent option. Uh, Rangers won Livingston 0. As you expected, Rangers won 1 0. When I saw Rangers line up, I didn't think they were going to win the many goals. So obviously, to you, I thought they looked like they were missing key players. So I thought we were 1 or 2 0, but they got there. Livingston looks sold again at the back, hard to break down. So still want to keep an eye on. St. Johnson Dundee, I think still a kind of avoid for me. It's like that was a coming off game. Unless they put her on the form together, I'm not particularly bothered. Sorry, back to Hibs, I think they really miss Boyle. See, watch the highlights going forward, they really miss Boyle. They look more solid at the back of the Maloney, but I think they're going to have to think of something different going forward because it, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to be working. And uh, I've got a few Hibs fans I'm going to chat with, and they are running out of patience with Nisbet. Says he hasn't got a football on brain. We could be wrong. I'm just listening to what they're saying. I think this bit is a could be a hard sell going forward if you don't have any sort of link up play to, to create chances. Yeah. St. Martin Aberdeen. St. Martin again, like you say, Ronan's kind of a streaky player, and Aberdeen's going to be atrocious away from home. So the fixtures might look good, but they don't seem to be able to do anything away from home. So and, we, and we've loaded up an Aberdeen player. <laughs> I know. I've got two. <laughs> uh, let me see. Right, and we'll go to... Uh, Hib- Hibs, never, Hibs never had a shot on target last night. Yeah, they do miss. You can see boys are really creative. Right, mm-hmm. fixtures. So the fixtures come up for this week. Obviously, it's going to be quite thick and fast. Things every three days for the next couple of game weeks. So the early kick-off, Ross County Rangers, so that'll be your early team news. 
Then three o'clock, we've got Aberdeen St. Johnson, Celtic, Dungeon United, Dundee St. Murnham, Hearts, Hit Motherwell, and Hibs and Lions. So some tasty kind of home ties for bigger teams there, I suppose, like Celtic, Dungeon United, Aberdeen versus Johnson, Hearts versus Will, maybe. Hibs versus Lions, definitely, if they can get their shooting boots on. Rangers went to Ross County. So you've seen that team, Tom. What is your transfer thinking in captain, vice-captain, almost for the coming game week? Um, I'm thinking about maybe getting rid of uh, Cochrane at Hearts because he's, he's not really been doing a lot for me. And as I mentioned, I do quite like that St Mirren run of fixtures. So I was thinking about maybe getting rid of Cochrane and getting uh, Scott Tanzer in. That's, my, that's a consideration for me this week. Um, other than that, we've already, uh, <coughs> already loaded up on Aberdeen players against St Johnston. Um, so I might get a few goals there obviously Aberdeen at home so that looks promising for us uh, Hibs Livingston you'd, you'd, on paper it looks good but obviously Hibs seem to be struggling a little bit at the minute Rangers versus Ross County Ross County do concede quite a lot so they do score and all so I'm not particularly convinced yeah I think, I, think, I'm, I think I'm probably thinking maybe Captain Tav just out of habit um, but vice captain maybe looking to to punt on that one a little bit. Okay, and that was you, isn't it? Right. So looking at my team, I'm thinking transfers probably be McMahon out the team on United, and yeah. I might double up in the Celtic defence and get Juranovic in. I could have got Taylor to Juranovic, but I think we just go. McMahon, Yanovich, and actually two Celtic at the back of the round. Mm. And then I'll wait and see Captain Tav potentially, or I could Captain Yanovich, Vice Captain Jota. But as it stands out of the worst team, the captain's he is on Tavernier. That's another consideration for me. I might have to get Yacht in because Abada doesn't seem to be starting. Nah, I've got Yacht in, so. Hmm. I mean, see, I'm quite happy with kind of the team this week. There's not many players that I don't want the team. The good fixture, so mm-hmm. should, I think this is going to be getting my captain, vice captain, say right. I mean, it's a position where if I go against Tav this week and he doesn't, if he concedes, then I could maybe get a rise. But then if I go against, him, I could have a big red arrow. So I'll wait and see team news and pressers and all, and see what happens. Possibly the team news. Reader's got a better strong line out, like if Morelos. Morelos won't be back. Why not? He's not going to be back. No, he won't be back yet. If he was back midfield and they signed that young lad for. Man United on loan, maybe too soon this weekend, but it'd be interesting to see. Right, so that takes us to questions, Tom. We're flying this podcast, see? Load up all my rubbish internet. Right, here we go. Right, first up is from Sutty, Sutty Show, so of the creator of the famous ticker. Do you think the winter break has changed things? E.g. are Hearts defenders no longer a safe bet and expensive for what they are? Are Aberdeen ever going to score again? Celtic midfield in Dundee defence being overlooked. So we'll break us down then. Are Hearts defenders no longer a safe bet? Start with that one. Plus they're quite pricey in the game. Yeah, I don't think they are a safe bet at the minute. But, but I do like Gordon because he, he seems to get save points and uh, bonus as well. So uh, if you're just looking at purely defensive, no, the there was a spell where Hearts defenders were a lot like Dundee United defenders. They were getting clean sheets and they're also getting involved in the goals. 
you could pretty much bet that one of the back line was going to score or assist for Hearts. Um, you're always guaranteed some returns from one of the players of the back line, not necessarily the full-backs because centre-backs were getting involved as well. So um, I'm not feeling the same way about the Hearts defence as what I did. Um, plus, they've got Hibs and Rangers. Obviously, a derby game against Hibs. Hibs might actually you know, turn up for that one and then Rangers is going to be a tough fixture. So I think it makes sense to to, to switch away from, from Hearts defenders at the minute. Yep, agree with you 100%. If Gordon, I'd be happy with that. I wouldn't want to double up on them. I don't see many clean sheets. Uh, plus injuries and uh, the suitors question over his head about leaving the club. Uh, I think he can get better defensive options elsewhere and cheaper. Mm-hmm. Next part, he said, are they ever going to score again? I think they will, obviously, but <laughs> I think I've got a tongue-in-cheek that question. I think the way Aberdeen seem to be is their home form is much better than their way form, so... I'm not going to be too much looking at their away form. It's good to see if I get a decent home fixture then I think it's St. Johnston and then away to Ross County and then eh, sorry home to St. Johnston away to Ross County away to Livingston. Right, so I would target St. Johnston fixture because they look terrible and I then maybe take it for there. But yeah. I mean I've only got Fergus as a placeholder for when I still get my fielders to come back in so that's it won't be yeah. that long and Ramirez is probably going to be the same unless he starts scoring goals he's only a placeholder so it's just for a short term fix same here right next question next bit of the question is Celtic midfield Celtic midfield he just wrote so I'm taking fact he's because there's that many options in there so yeah we've got a question on it later well actually pretty soon I think it's next so we'll get to that in a minute and next up is Dundee defence being overlooked Thoughts on Dundee defence, Tom? Dundee? No, I don't think so. Nah, I keep a clean sheet every so often. I don't think it's something you can... Same every now and again. They're not really getting attacking returns, are they? Nah, I think can... that's not something I can hat on. Maybe a fifth choice defender and then use a bench trick and you might get... A wee cheapy option, though. But I don't think so. Not, not so far. Nil-nil last night. Fair enough. Before that, what did we have? Trying to find the Dundee fix. I can get it here in a minute if you wait. Right. They lost. They lost two 0 away to Livingston. Yep. And as you go back to December, before that they beat off Aberdeen two one. Two one. Beat one 0 at home of Hearts. Beat yeah. One, beat one 0 of Hibs. Beat three two of Ross County. Beat three 0 of Rangers. And beat St Johnson one 0 So that's a, a no for me. Not at no. All. Not interested. Right, next question is from Josh McSee Footblog. That's Josh underscore Footblog. Would you be holding Daisy Maida if you owned him because then he might be out until the next two game weeks? Would you hold him for two weeks or would you be selling him? I already got rid of him because uh, I didn't foresee that call up. So I got him in for one game week, vice captained him. He got the goal, which was good. But then uh, I jumped to uh, Ramirez for these, what I perceived to be. Nice fixtures for Aberdeen. <laughs> I've done the exact same, yep. I, I took a minus four to get them because I think it's not really a minus four, it's a minus two because you're not going to get the points anyway. Uh, so, as I said to be discussed, I was going Jack Amakis or Ramirez and you talked about the Ramirez, Tom, and, but it's a four-week it's a four week trial and then we'll, discuss right. it. then we'll discuss it. But I, I think you get rid of them. 
too many fires a team to have a non-playing player at that kind of money as well. Yeah. About a budget used up for a guy that's not played for two weeks, and there's no guarantee when he comes back, he goes straight into the team, so... Exactly, yeah. I have to get rid of him. Next up is a question from the Fantasy Fitbapod at, at Fitbapod. Which significant January business complete... With, sorry... With significant January business complete, who are the best three Celtic assets to own? So that was kind of a take on my midfield question that Syed said. So now kind of more players in. You've seen players play. You've got another week or two games under your belt. Who's the three best assets to own you think going forward? Uh, Got to be Yota. I thought you looked great last night as well, uh, having been out for a wee while with injury. Uh, Kyogo, as it stands, despite his injury, He's perceived to be the, the first-choice striker. Um, his goal record so far this season has been great, so I I don't know if he'll lose his spot. He perhaps may go out on the wing and Maida might play at the centre, or it might be vice versa. Um, and then after that... After hard after that. I'm, I'm a little bit tempted with uh, Hitati, just because... He seems to have a goal in him, despite him not playing as far forward as some of the other midfield assets. But he he, uh, he, he has he has a wee pop, and he's he's not far off. And obviously, he did well last night. Uh, I don't know if you've, you've seen the the replays <laughs> a million times. I think it's with that kind of last position. I'll say my three in a minute. It's kind of injury dependent because. It's the midfield will play a certain way depending on who's playing. If Beton's playing, he's playing further back, mm-hmm. like Hitati going up. If it's going to be like Hitati, McGregor when he's back fit, and Rogic, then Hitati's going to be the furthest back of the three. So it's just depending on who's injured at times, who you're going to pick in. And like, who's English? I mean, what's his name again? I forgot it. Is it O'Leary? Or... O'Reilly. O'Reilly, I need to write it down somewhere. I can't keep forgetting that. O'Reilly and Rogic could start sharing game time in that kind of 10 role. So. Whereas after Drogic kind of nailed for the last few weeks until he went away on national duty, it may not be as nailed and there's games fitting fast, could be more rotation. But, so, but in my three would be, as you said, I think it would be Jota's a must. I think he's a star player of the team when he's fit. Mm-hmm. Kyogo when he's fit, because he's out of position as well, and if he's going to be number one starting striker, if he's fit, and I think Juranovic, I think you need to get an out-of-Celtic defence because they're keeping the most clean sheets. I know we didn't do yeah. that last night, but I think they need to get at least one player into the Celtic defence. So, Juranovic. And if it is money-dependent, you can go for Taylor, I suppose, because yeah, to me, he passed his eye test on it last night again. He's playing an inverted, def- sorry, inverted full-back role, and it's not going to be long before he's going to be the assist. I think he's going to get a couple of assists going forward. Mm-hmm. But, Again, somebody could say another three, you wouldn't, wouldn't disagree with either. But I think you really need to have three in now. I think they're playing that well, you need three players in. A lot of people are talking about skills as well. I don't see skills out, out muscle and tail on that team. No? Nah. Don't have a chance them. You play them against the forward, and you won't play them against the big teams. Not the proper games, even. Right, next question is from Ewan, UNRFC. This is one we talked about as well, I'll call it this one. What's your thoughts on having to wait until the split for the second wild card? I feel the halfway point slash winter break would have been a better time as it will be hard to get the benefit of it for five game weeks. Do you think FFS might consider it changing it for next season? So take the first question first, Tom, the first half of the question. What's your thoughts on the wild card waiting to split for it? 
Um, I kind of like it. I think it's I think it's a bit different because once you hit the split, you're probably going to want to fill your team with players which are higher up in that second half, the ones that maybe just missed out in the top six because you know they're going to do well against those that are kind of floundering at the bottom of the table. Um, and they're not necessarily players that you're going to have up until that point when you hit the split. Um, and then you might want to actually get rid of some of the players that are in the sort of lower half of the... Uh, or in the lower section of the top. So uh, I think it's good. Plus, it means you, your first wild card, you really have to, you really have to think... Long and hard about it. Uh, long and it. hard about it before you actually use it. Um, because you could just... You could use it at any point, really, up until Christmas, and then you've got the January window. You, you kind of wait for a little bit, see who's, see who's all firing, and then... You could, like, if everyone had the wild card after Christmas, I imagine a lot of people would be playing it. Um, maybe in a couple of game weeks' time, once we've seen sort of the new additions to all the squads settle in, yeah, set like have established a starting lineup. I think a lot of people would maybe start playing the wild card in a couple of weeks' time. So, um, if you still have it, then that's ideal. But I think it means you you have to think a bit more about when you execute your wild card, your first one anyway. Yep, I agree with you. I like it as well. I know Donnie doesn't like it. He he was saying last week he'd rather have it like just split second half of the season. I think it differentiates itself from the FPL doing that. As you know, they play in the game, you've got it. You've got to negotiate 33 weeks with it, so it's up to you, like you said. And then I agree with you the second one, what you said at all. You would be totally avoiding the teams who finish sixth and fifth because I agree to the top four teams and probably take Pelton's off them. Mm-hmm. And then you could get yourself some cheap assets for teams who are trying to avoid the relegation because... I think it's shown that the teams that are fighting for relations start to do not bad. Yeah. They're, they're playing each other, so you can get some decent points. But I don't know, if, if they change the rule, but we'll get to the next point of the question that you and said is, I feel we'll be halfway point when I break, would have been better times, we'll have to get the benefit of five game weeks. Right, I, I do get his point that way, that it's only for five game weeks. I suppose that's the only downside. You get a wild card that you've only got, it, for, it only works for five weeks. And it really, that's the only way you can see. Yeah. It. It's not really that much of that game. Do you think if it's been considered coming next change next season? Well, I think if they send out that kind of form again, you fill in, and there's enough feedback, people kind of ask a request for it, they might change it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might change it if people are asking for it. Um, I, I, I still quite like it. If, if it's kind of close in your mini league and then you've got your wild card there, it might, you know, it makes things a bit more different. You may even make up some ground towards the end as well. So I think it kind of keeps things it keeps things fresh at the end of the season when you're maybe try, your attention's maybe starting to go a little bit. Yeah, I like it. I wouldn't change it, but if they do change it, you just roll with the punches and move on. Yeah. That is us finished uh, our questions, Tom. So we don't didn't do it last week because Tony doesn't play it. So we'll just a wee bit of chat on the FPL. Just how are you doing now? Where's your overall rank sitting there now? Uh, I've been dropping like a stone. I'm 364,000 overall rank. Yeah, I've been having a terrible time. I'm, I'm rank. I'm rank 45k there. I'm sitting pretty sweet. Now, it's a slight red arrow from last week, the now, because I was at 44. But I've still got Suzoko and Foster to play, potentially. And if, mm-hmm. I, if I've read FPL live right, they just need to play and get me two points. <laughs> and I'll be a rise because nobody else has got players on their team so that's kind of that's, that's that and what about 
we should plans going forward for like there's a double game week not next week I think the week after am I right yep game yeah. week five so what's your thoughts it's also only Brighton and Man United so they're two teams I don't know any players mm-hmm. you've got I've got three Man United players right now and no Brighton what have you got uh, I've got Dallo and I've got Ronaldo no Brighton uh, no Brighton no so you've got two so what would your plans be would you be bringing one of each next two transfers uh, I'm probably not going to go for any Brighton players, but there is the, the option of maybe going for Fernandez, I suppose. I don't really know how I feel. I'm probably going to use this up-and-coming game week because I've been a little bit underwhelmed with Man United, and they're playing away at, they're playing away at Burnley. Um, so that'll be the kind of addition, and I'll maybe see how I feel about maybe getting in a third Man United uh, asset for the double game week, but if I if I don't, I'd be quite happy with Ronaldo and Dallo. Dallo got the uh, bonus, uh, the three bonus points and the clean sheet, so that yeah. that, that kind of turned a, an awful game week into. Um, I had them on benches. A, a substandard up. game week because <laughs> Captain Dennis did me last week. Uh, I think I done most of the community. You know, I had I got dingy in, so I was like, well, well, chuffed myself with that. But I said to you, and then I was a thirteen k rank rise just on his own. But mm-hmm. I made Darlow a sub over Sizoko because he played two games and I could have had nine points for Darlow and then I don't think Sizoko's going to get nine points in the two games. So that was an error, but okay, I'll have learn. I think I will bring in... Who's Brighton got, first of all? Well, Brighton, they blank this week, Brighton, is that why? Yeah, they don't have a fixture this week. Right, so that's not the only players for Brighton. Okay, so... I Chelsea think, blank as well. Mate, I don't even Chelsea either. I think I'll bring in the Brighton goalkeeper. I think that's a safe bet. Sanchez. Because the keepers I've got there now are Fernandez, who's lost his place for Brentford, and mm-hmm. Foster, who's not exactly nailed either. So I think that's just an easy sidestep move for a double game week player. Yeah. I don't really see me going anywhere else. I mean, who they got going forward? Let's have a quick look. They've got like Watford, they've got Man United, and then who they got? They got they have got Burnley at home, and then Aston Villa at home. So maybe take Dennis back out and bring in is it Mopai? Maybe this is that cheap first striker just for a couple of weeks to see how that works. But mm-hmm. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll keep an eye on it the next couple of weeks see how they go on. Well, need awful. We'll keep eye for one week. I can't even keep an eye on it because they don't block the blank. So it's a good bad case. I'm going to think about it and see if I bring him in. Would you consider Coutinho at uh, Aston Villa? I do. I do like him, but I'm not. I'm just going to kind of attack the fixtures. They've double game weeks right now until we get more later land with more double game weeks, and then I can use a free hit in the wild card accordingly mm-hmm. in the final season. But. I think there's one Brighton. Maybe there's one Brighton. I mean, see if you get four players going to a double game week and it's only two teams. I think that's plenty. Keep yourself. You don't need to start rip, rip your team up or taking hits. I'm not why I'll be doing that. No. I, want to, I keep on wanting to roll a free transfer. I haven't done it yet. So I might actually roll this week and bring a right keeper in next week. And then I've always got one transfer in the back. But we'll wait and see. Uh, what else? So, Chapman, Tom. I know nobody, everybody's turning off now. Nobody plays it. How, where are you sitting? How are you doing? What's your transfer this week? Um, this week I got uh, Angel in and I've captained him and I also got Hadji in midfield as well so I'm, I'm 
targeting Aston Villa since they've been doing quite well recently. Um, where's my rank? Hold on. Hey, I'll talk about you. I have brought in a one chop and Ricard for a Boxic and Heskey who are both flagged. And why tell us when he's ranking? He's wondering what's going on. We talk about players who are not playing anymore. It's a Chapman game based on a chat manager, football manager sim, the 2001-2002. It's on a Thursday night and you can get involved if you want. Just Google and you'll find it. Uh, I'm ranked ninth, Tom. Just taking a... Are you? Ninth I'm, I'm 518. So you're about a quarter? quarter I've, of the been dro- I've been dropping because I started off at 33 uh, and did. then dropped to 107 and now I'm 518. But I, I, I did. I did forget to do my, yeah. my transfers. Well, I didn't forget. I just uh, missed the deadline. You're doing this pod instead. Exactly. And also, you've had two free transfers. So you've attacked the game week. So if everything goes well, you should have a decent, significant rise this week going forward again. Yeah. Right. Also, if you check my Twitter, you have noticed the final round of the FFS Royalty Rumbles took place. The game week it was 15 people left. Three's been knocked out. 12 going forward in the next game week. Three going out every week. Your scores now combine going over. So in the next couple of game weeks, we'll have a winner. And after that cup concludes, we will have the final cup of the season and over cupped after this podcast. The half hour fantasy podcast cupped. The one at Scoosh won last year, Sean McCready. Remember you won it? You won the very mm-hmm. first cup. So that is an open invitation cup. 64 players up to 128, depending on interest. Street knockout. No two legs. No rumbles. Is that game week that you qualify goes through? the old-fashioned FA Cup, that'll be opened once the Cup finishes, so keep your eyes peeled and your ears opened, I suppose, you see ears opened? You don't say. And I'll have now start on Twitter soon, and we'll have that, people can come to take part in that. And that is us, week, Tom. You any plugs before we head off? Yeah, I'm at FFS underscore Scout on Twitter. You can hit me up there. Excellent. I am at Fantasy Half. Again, you can follow us on Twitter. You'll be noticing... Well, we'll be coming at you thick and fast with different game weeks so we'll try to keep up to date we'll try to keep you informed what we're doing and again thanks for listening so say goodbye Tom goodbye and it's goodbye to me cheers It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah.